Grunge became a noun. <laughs> it seemed a way to pigeonhole a bunch of bands. Along the way, somebody decided to call it grunge. <laughs> what is grunge? Does it involve the final oh. shirt? Part two. Hello. Hey -o. <laughs> Welcome to the grunge. We are the world's greatest podcast exploring sex, drugs, and rock and roll. I am Joseph Rose. And I am Jeremy Wood. Hello again, Jerry. Hello. Hello. There was not even a cool-off period. We just recently <laughs> restarted this thing. We just had to restart the podcast because Jerry ruined the Jerry first ruined take of it. this. No, no, shut the fuck up. This was a, that was fuck a, you, that was man. a collaborative effort right there. It was primarily you fucking it up, though. Oh, shut the fuck up. That's true. That's, that's not true. It's, and again, it's your opinion, your show. Run everything. Make sure that it's fine. <laughs> I'm just here to just be a sounding board. Oh, I don't know what the fuck that band is. No, I don't like this. I give it a B. I just summed what up the whole fucking, my whole fucking participation in this show. Who's this? Okay. I've never heard this before. <laughs> All right. That's sort of funky. Or I don't like it. Or so I, I have to listen to someone talk about how this is sissy music. <laughs> yeah, okay. Just, I don't know. We are, you didn't even give it a minute. We're going to restart it. All right. Click, click. Well, why would you, what do you want me to give it a minute for? I don't know. Discuss what went badly there. All of your part. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Jerry. But I mean, but I'm not. I, I mean, know, you I, need not, to... I, I think you're. I think that was a confrontational. Start it over again. Well, I talk about something that people aren't going to hear. It's a mystery. <laughs> bonus content. It's a bonus episode. It's a bonus episode. <laughs> we don't have enough fucking bonus episodes. Jesus Christ. <sighs> yeah, I, you know. And, uh, well, I, I hope you're satisfied. I was with talking. Yourself. I, I'm happy as a clam. Now, listen. How was your day today? What have you? What'd you do? Oh well, today I woke up. Uh, we, I I'm going to have a fucking gummy <laughs> already. So we got 45 minute countdown here, but the, um, went out, uh, really, you know, I had to go to work for a little bit, came back. Then I took my, uh, took my daughter on a hike. We went on a hike to a pond. That was fun. <clears throat> came back, had dinner, did this. What was so fun about it? It was nice. There were, it, uh, you know, a lot of ducks. My daughter loves ducks. You know, who a child doesn't love really? ducks and birds. They're, they're fun to look at. Yeah, I was surprised they were there. It's cold. It's cold as hell. You really know? fucking cold. Really out. fucking cold. But those, bird, those ducks were out there doing it the right way. They're stupid. <laughs> they don't mind. Why haven't they gone to Florida? I don't know why they haven't. They, they migrate. I'm, and maybe I'm a dullard in some respects. I don't no. understand why. I don't understand why uh, this, these ducks don't leave. They have. They they have. Uh, they have wings. Roll. I would. There there isn't one minute of the year that I would be here if I had wings. Yeah, <laughs> if I could just fucking fly away, oh, dude, I'm out of here. Yeah, I think I wouldn't be here when I didn't drive for a while. I I always thought, man, teleportation, that's the way. As yeah. soon as somebody figures that shit out, the world's gonna be a better place. Yeah, it's just yeah. I I, I Elon's gonna do it. The East Coast. I was reading some shit about Elon. Uh, like you know, he was uh he was he was he was commenting on the GameStop uh stock thing. There was a mm. GameStop shot shot up to three hundred thirty three dollars a share or something like that. Now I'm no investor, but I was like, what the fuck? Most of this shit's in malls, and malls are dying. So I was shocked by it. And he apparently he's got like I think it was CNN, and CNN leans heavily left, heavily left. You know, so they were like sure. Elon Musk, COVID denier. <laughs> like, oh what? really? <laughs> yeah, what? Like, COVID skeptic. That's wow. what it said. COVID skeptic, Trump supporter. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? The guy's just Elon Musk, entrepreneur or whatever. They were like, Elon Musk, 
COVID denier. <laughs> really? I, like, is, yeah. I don't think that's true. I don't think C. I think CNN was being a real dick about that. Yeah, I, don't, <laughs> I don't feel like that's true, actually. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think so either. You yeah. know. Yeah, but see, COVID denier, Trump supporters uh, wrote you know, on Twitter. <laughs> wow. Yeah, dude. I think yeah. all of those things are false. I. I, uh, I think they're straight up lying. I don't fucking know. It was on CNN, and he wrote, he typed in on Twitter, wow. "Game stunk," and everyone went up. You know, I don't know what that even means. Yeah. And he and they just lambasted him. Hmm. Call him the super elite. Like, is it, oh, damn CNN. It's not even about him. He is the, the super elite. Yeah, he is. Yeah, that that would be considered. I think he'd be yeah super elite. Yeah. I mean, the Jeff Bezos. That dude's fucking real elite. Uh, Bill. I mean, some of those guys are neck and neck as far as like wealth. Bill Gates. Yeah. Elon Musk, the corpse of the Apple guy. He's good. I don't know if they count him anymore. No. Steve Jobs. <laughs> Steve Jobs. It's been gone for a while. Real long time. Yeah. Still has I'm, uh, that turtleneck. That's a good look. If it's you're going to pick one look. It's really only a good look for Steve Jobs. Yeah. If I did it, it wouldn't be round no. and foolish. It'd be out of line. Yeah. Steve yeah, Jobs. Not into that. Steve Jobs killed it. Hmm. Um, well, what should we do now, Jerry? Do you have any information to give us or anything? Yeah. You want to set the scene? Let's set, sure, the scene. What the hell? Let's set the scene of September 12th, 1995. Oh, guys, I guess we should mention we're talking about an album called One Hot Minute from the old Red Hot Chili Peppers. We just had some communication about the Chili Peppers, mm-hmm. right? What was it? Was that Taylor Stuber? Yeah. Yeah, Taylor wrote in wondering about the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm-hmm. And this is not in response to that. This was mm-hmm. already on the schedule mm-hmm. for this place in 1995 because. It was a noteworthy album that came out in the year. It was a successful, sort of significant album. And it's one that I enjoy quite a bit, I think. And the premiere of who I think was the white version of Prince, as far as the guitarist is concerned. Dave Navarro? I always thought he looked like Prince. He, at first, he didn't. When he came out, he was he used to wear T-shirts, like just regular T-shirts. Good head of hair. Still wore the sunglasses because you're a rock star. Sure. And then he started wearing like frilly robes and, you know, and, and, yeah. and, and weird shirts. Yeah, he and did shit. get wild for mm-hmm. a while. Because he was in Jane's Addiction before. I remember him there. Yeah. And then um, he came over this way and he just looked normal and then went fucking haywire. And then no one's normal in the Chili Peppers, except for Chad, <laughs> you know? Is he normal? Is Chad normal? <laughs> Chad might be the wackiest fucking one in the whole band. <laughs> I don't know his history. John, yeah. I mean, the, the one guy died, the foreign guy. Which guy? Uh, the first one died. Her- the overdose, right? Uh, was that Hillel, Hillel Slovak? Slovak died. Yeah. Or I don't even know if it was a overdose, so don't quote me on that. I don't want to slander the man. Was he from Texas? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, Rodeo. And then uh, he, uh, and then uh, it's one of the few bands where I actually know the names of the band members. Yeah, Chad. Uh, Chad. Uh, for, and then uh, there was uh, the other guy, John Frusciante. Yeah, who shits all over this album. Does not like this. He, he thinks, does. He thinks this. Uh, there's an interview of him saying like, "This is just music because the record company wanted it to be made." Really? Mm-hmm. He Wait, wasn't on it, Frusciante by the way. Shante is saying that? Yeah, he wasn't on the album, by the way. He was replaced by Dave Navarro. So, like, he was like, it doesn't sound like chemistry. It sounds like. He was just shitting on it because he wasn't on it. That's exactly what it sounds It sounds sour like sour grapes. grapes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, <laughs> he was, was just a salty <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, he was super upset with that. He later came back, right? Yep. Shante came he, he's come and gone about 19 times. Yeah, I think Navarro was on two albums. Yeah. They yeah. just recently threw out the guy that's been in the band for like 10 years because Frashante decided to come back. He mm. just said, all right, I want to come back. So they threw out the guy that has been loyal to them, Josh Klinghoffer. Mm. 
That happened to... They just fucking threw him out. Who was this, this happens with a couple bands where there was a guy where people... I think what, Guns N' Roses didn't yet. They have a guitar player that kicked that? No, I forget. Well, Slash left. You know, mm. all the original guys were gone. Mm-hmm. And they had, you know, a, a cast of people in between. Mm-hmm. You know. And knocking them out the box. I think Sabbath had something with that. No, not Sabbath. Who was it? It was a uh, Sabbath. Did it the Dio? Well, they had their deal with Dio, but they've also had the, a drummer issue... Mm-hmm. Over the years with Sabbath, so so I mean, is Frusante that good that you wouldn't you know kick out a guy you've been in the on the road with for ten well, years? Yeah, I mean, you know, good is subjective, but they have a, 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 a an ingrained fucking relationship with him in in that band that's existed for so long and and been fruitful, you know, musically for sure. And do, and do you think sometimes it's a gimmick? Like, oh, back with John Frusciante. Come see well, us at, people you know? love it. People love it when Frusciante comes back. Mm. Um, but you know, I think it's with anybody. Now with, he's back, Don Henley. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or, yeah. <laughs> it's like if Neil Young went back to CSN, you know, and he did at one point. But yeah, it's like, he's been in and out a couple times. Yeah, it's a, you look, oh, Young's going to be there? People who, will, people will stampede for that. Yeah. I don't know why I think of, I say Don Henley and I get angry. Don Henley. I'm like, ugh. What's up with that? I don't like the Eagles. Well, I, I know there's a lot of people who do. I don't give a do. fuck about the Eagles either, but, I think but they, they are they're a good band. They're, I don't I'm, like them. I don't like them. They but when we did the best at selling album, I think Green Day when we rode down with that uh, ran down the list. I think still e- the Eagles best, are number one. Eagles are number one. Eagles it's, greatest hits. It's a best of. <laughs> yeah. yeah, number one selling album, which is fucking really bonkers, bonkers man. Yeah, that, that's yeah. it's what a mm. that that is a real head scratcher. That one. That's easy. Seems so easy to make millions of dollars off of. Yeah, I mean, is that just Hotel California? <laughs> I'm sure there's another one on there. But too. I mean, is that that's responsible for that, right? I it's got to be. It has to be. But but more so than any other album, oh, Desperado. Sure, but look, <laughs> I mean, are people buying it for Desperado? <laughs> no. More than any other album in the world. In the world. It makes no sense. Really and there's some, makes no fucking I mean, you got sense. Led Zeppelin on that list, Pink Floyd. Yeah, and they should but no, be the on, Eagles' greatest Eagles, hits. Right? They're the greatest hits, not their albums. Not I'll tell you what, Hotel California, great song. Can't get around it. It's a great song. Wonderful song. But there's a version of that song that the Eagles did, you know, forever. The the line Henley and some of the boys would use is, yeah, we'll get back together when hell freezes over. Mm. And they got back together, hell. and they did a whole special on VH1, I believe it was, called Hell Freezes Over. Mm-hmm. And... The show was just really well done. It was just very well produced. It was well recorded. And the version of Hotel California from that show is really great. Mm. I I really love the actual recording of it. The sound of it, the mix I, they got is just and the performance, of a, course. It's a really it's a song that it also has one of the few songs actually it says Nightbird in it. Yeah, I think somewhere in there, in Hotel somebody, say, somebody says Nightbird in it. We'll have to find it. Nightbird? I think Nightbird. <laughs> really? Yeah. Huh? No, says the Nightbird. I think I think it's a Nightbird. Yeah, Nightbird. I don't. I'm, that's not ringing a bell to me. I don't know. Uh, I mean, uh, Jerry, are you making this shit uh, up? Maybe right now? Hotel California lyrics, but um. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I right, just well, hold s- on. You look up some Nightbird lyrics. I'm going to get into a little information for a moment before we wait too long. One hot minute is the sixth studio album by American rock band Red Hot Chili Peppers, released on the 12th of September, 1995, by Warner Brothers Records. 
The worldwide success of the band's previous album, Blood Sugar Sex Magic, caused guitarist John Frusciante to become uncomfortable with their popularity, eventually quitting mid-tour in 1992. Vocalist Anthony Kiedis, who had resumed addictions to cocaine and heroin in 1994 after being sober for more than five years, approached his lyricism with a reflective outlook on drugs and their harsh effects. It is the only studio album to feature Dave Navarro as the band's guitarist. Dave Navarro joined the band in 93 after a series of short-term replacements for Frusciante. The album was produced by Rick Rubin, who had also produced the band's prior album. One Hot Minute sold more than 2 million copies and was certified for certified multi-platinum <laughs> and reached number four on the U.S. Billboard 200. Nevertheless, Jerry, mm. it was considered a commercial disappointment because it sold fewer than half as many as Blood Sugar Sex Magic and received much less acclaim. Navarro was fired in 1998 due to his drug use. Wow. These sons of bitches cannot get it together. California. So did you find any Nightbird information? I don't I don't feel <laughs> I like that's true. But is it? I had to stop for the night. It's just yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> I you I just made that, that up. I thought it, I've been calling I've been saying Nightbird for years. What line are you referring to? You stood in the doorway. I heard the mission. <laughs> what Jerry? <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to find where I would think there is what anytime of year, anytime of year. All right, I'll, I'll is, figure it out. Good. All right, go ahead, guys. All these years, you your whole life, you've been singing a line I'm that singing involves line. the yeah, Nightbird yeah. in a song that I, I doesn't have the I thought it was real, man. <laughs> Track number one is Warped. The intro's longer. I cut it. Because <laughs> I don't need to hear that droning no, sound for 48 seconds. I, I listened to Team Navarro talk about how he constructed this riff. Cool riff. With a deep end and a, and a reverb. I don't know. They had a video for this, right? I believe this was maybe the lead single. I think. I thought Aeroplane was. I don't know. Do you think they'll bring up California on this album? Let's hope. Yeah, because that's on every <laughs> one of their things. They love that. They love that scene. Hell yeah. I never really paid attention Come to them. On. I've never been offended by them. I remember this. I'm going to say here. something crazy. Tell me. Okay, Jerry. This is up for debate, and I'm sure it will be hotly debated amongst those who give a fuck. But this could be, I'm not saying it is, but it could be amongst the very best of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Despite its oddball status in their catalog. Yeah, it does not rank. The only one with Navarro, a commercial disappointment, despite commercial success. Two million copies ain't nothing to sneeze at. I'll take two million. Fuck it, give me a double platinum. Um, I don't know. I think it's a unique, cool album with some cool shit on it. Right. But we'll find out. We'll give it a listen through. But I'll tell you, it's right up there with my favorite of their albums. I thought it... I, I know songs in this album, but then I threw in other songs, like the, the Conehead song, like the. Uh, <laughs> uh, what do you mean you threw I it? Thought, in? I threw "Breaking the Girl." Uh huh. I thought that was on this. Which I was oh, on. No. And then, um, but it's not. And <laughs> "Soul to Squeeze." Okay. That was on the Conehead soundtrack. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, all that stuff was before this album. Really? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So this is just 
I think Aeroplane's the only thing I think I know of this. Okay. Ain't that something? There's some jams on this. There's some real jams on this. I do love Breaking the Girl, though. Love that song. There's a jam on here, Coffee Shop, where Flea fucking goes absolutely berserk on his bass, and it is so good. How about Flea? Yeah, you're a bass player. Do you even... Flea's, I mean, what do you think of Flea? He's awesome. He's awesome. Um, he's not, like... I never personally identified, like, my bass playing in a way that, like... I never idolized Flea as a bass player, yeah. other than to really respect his bass playing because he's a great bassist. He's really good at his he's thing. Funk too. He can do funk. He's, he's super rocking. funky. That's yeah. his deal. Um, and I never was that guy on the bass. I never was looking to play like Flea. But I appreciate Flea. He's a bad motherfucker. Animated. Like, you take Flea out of the... Ah, Kiedis is good. Kiedis is a good personality. As far as a lead singer... He's a good personality. He's a very Definitely. good personality. Yeah, for sure. Fun front man. They have a good... They have a sound. Absolutely. And if you take either one of them, except for Dante and Navarro and <laughs> the other guy... They, I mean, they're pretty static as a band, too. I mean, take the guitar player being yeah. a thing, but every, I guess everyone has one position in a band where it's, like, ever changing. Right. It Pearl Jam's had some drummers. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But the, the, the three of the guys that matter are still there. And Pat Smear, I think he makes an appearance <laughs> on this guy. Does he? On these, in the Chili Peppers. But again, what? I've been wrong. I don't know if that's true. Times. I don't think that's true. I think I think I put Pat Smear in everything. Pat Smear, I don't believe, has ever been a member of the Red Hot Chili I Peppers. I don't know. Somebody, I could be wrong. I, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I know I'm wrong. I know they had a guy named Arik Marshall. I believe oh. that was his name. Oh, Red Hot Chili Peppers call out Pat Smear performance. <laughs> okay. Give a special shout out to Food Fighters stars Pat Smear. Okay, Pat Smear was in Food Fighters. Maybe we know that. Maybe I'm not a <laughs> fan of the Chili Peppers like I thought I was. All right. <laughs> Look at. That. Hey, Jerry, making up facts. And do it tonight. Singing the wrong lyrics. Everyone's from Texas. Fucking everything up. Nightbird. <laughs> From Texas. <laughs> Track two, Aeroplane. It's this a fun is, little jam. I never gave that much of a no. fuck about it, but it's a nice this fun was jam. The single. I remember the video. Fun video. And not a bad jam, I'm just saying. They're eclectic. Yeah. I think they're doing things like this. I can't hate it's them. It's fun. They didn't take themselves so serious. And to know how heavily addicted a lot of these people were to drugs. Yeah. It's a miracle only one person died. Yeah, we know. It's my aeroplane. Pleasure spiked with pain. Now, listen to your interview. Nikita said this was, a, this was a darker album. Do you know the... Now, you're a fan of this song, of this album. Yeah. Is, is this a dark album? No. Well, I don't know. Listen to Flake. Listen to this motherfucker. Someone better slap me before I start to rust. Before I start to decompose. Making noises over there. God damn, he's looking in my rearview mirror. Looking in my rearview mirror. You can be Come on, Jerry. super prolific in your songwriting with craftsmen like this. Okay. You, you, there's nothing off the table with this. Yeah, Flea is a monster bass player, man. No doubt. I mean, he's got a thing. He does the flea thing, and it's a good thing. Right. Certainly for as, this band. It's not as limiting as what we were talking about with System of a Down, where that's it. Yeah, you know? I mean, look, he's a funky bass player. He's going to be a funky bass player. Yeah. So in a band like this, this is what you want. He works. 
it's a big part of the sound of this band. Oh, and it, do they have, has any of these people gone on to do another side project? No. No, ain't that something? Yeah. They just do their own shit. Oh man, here Jerry, you want a fun little update? I, we mentioned recently that our man Pete from Australia, he was kind enough to select a record that he thought he would like me to hear yeah. and ship me a copy of it on vinyl. Wonderful. You know, beautiful kind act on his part. Now, it's been tied up in shipping. I had a tracking number that he sent and it was God knows where for how fucking long. Okay. Tracking number says it was delivered today. Oh, wonderful. And I go check, and as luck would have it, I got a record today. I actually got two records today, but the one that matters in this case is this record from Pete. I open up the outer package, and in it is another record package, all cardboard, you know, double packaged. I'm like, okay, slightly unusual, but fine, uh, uh, you know, unusual, but uh, good, a little extra protection. Let's open it up. So I open up the second package. And what do I find, Jerry? I find a copy of Fleetwood Mac's Greatest Hits. Okay? And I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm pretty sure this is not what Pete sent me. I have heard of Fleetwood Mac <laughs> before. Um, and I checked the shipping, and it's it's shipped, it's billed to and shipped to a man in Canada. Okay? <laughs> it's for a man in Canada. Oh, wait, waiting there. He's sitting there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't wait for my... <laughs> He's waiting for it. Uh, I'm waiting Mac. for it. Everybody's waiting. Some schlub in Canada's got a copy of Fleetwood Mac's Greatest Hits. Bro, if you listen to this podcast, you're not getting that record. Just so you know. <laughs> um, but anyway, the wrong fucking record was shipped to me after oh. all this bullshit. <laughs> and, Thanks, uh, Pete. Thank you, Pete. Yeah. Can't <laughs> wait to listen to Tusk. And it's not, no, it's not even good Fleetwood Mac. It's like old Fleetwood Mac. It like It's not even Stevie Nicks. No it's Stevie like Nicks. old Fleetwood Mac. Uh, I don't know about that. I need yeah. Stevie Nicks. Yeah. That's like getting Lindsey Buckingham's best of. You know, like, oh, I don't want to hear this shit. Well, I think it's it might be. It's pre-Lindsey Buckingham. What is this? Like, there's no there's no Lindsey or Maybe or Stevie. he meant to send you. Yeah, Mac. well, he sent me a real piece of shit Fleetwood Mac record. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> Thanks, Pete. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's too many people missing for Fleetwood Mac to make it Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Hey, that was Aeroplane. Coming up on track three, this one's called Deep Kick. Mm. All right, Jerry, Deep Kick. Yeah. Let's get into it. <laughs> let's try. Here we go. It's a good one. It's a cute little jam here. It started when we were little kids. Uh-oh. Free spirits, but already tormented by our own hands, given to us by our parents. We got together and wrote on desks and slept in laundry rooms near snowy mountains. And slipped through whatever cracks we could find. Minds altered, we didn't falter. And portraying hysterical and tragic characters in a small film. Really, uh, <laughs> weaving a tale. All right. There's no drums. He's got like 30 seconds. Getting a little spacey. All right. Leaving 
They were off drugs by this point, right? Uh, well, no. Oh, good. There were still drugs. I think there were drugs at play. Comrades, partner, family, curves was impenetrable. And we lived inside it, laughing with no clothes. I think he's very proud of his Native American heritage, Anthony Kiedis. Oh, yeah. He's got a lot of Indian tattoos. He's like, this guy killed Custer, Sitting Bull, and da da da, you know? Really? Yeah. Something. That's what he's got going on? He's got a lot of Native American you tattoos. Sure? I, I actually. Watched the interview and he, where he it was an Italian and he started explaining his fucking his fucking tattoos. You know? right. That I saw. I did read Anthony's book Scar Tissue some years ago when it came out. Nothing is the same. And I don't remember a whole lot about it. Um, I remember a few a few things, but hey, here we here go. go. Deep kick. After his Kicking essay, in. we got deep kick. I want to be that into something and just do that. Oh, yeah. Noises. The interview was him saying he didn't give a fuck if he was censored. Uh, <laughs> like, like saying he didn't want to be censored. Right. Put the explicit there. I don't give a shit about that. Like, this is foreign television, right. so he's cursing his ass off. Right. He certainly. I, I, I could imagine the Chili Peppers without Anthony Kiedis, but I'm not like a total fan of his singing. Yeah, um, yeah, he's got his moments. It's nice. And I'm, a little not, bit of I'm flea, not a right? huge, deep Red Hot Chili Peppers fan. You know, there's not a lot of their records that I go spend time with. I dig a bunch of this album, and I really like Californication. That one might be my favorite. But this one's right up there. I mean, look, this one's got some weird shit on it. Yeah, we're yeah, listening to it. Fine by that. But the there's some real good shit on good, here. Yeah. But I guess if I had to pick one that is my favorite, it's Californication. I like Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Yeah, I, I mean that, that has that, some shit too. That was raw. Yeah, funk. there's some good shit that on there. It was heavy. You know, it's a long album. Flea with his falsetto. Yeah. There's some Flea vocals on this album. Flea does some lead vocals. Uh, he sings a track we'll get into later called P. And it's a good one. It's one of the few people where you look at him and he sounds like you think he'd sound. It's weird. Like, there are some <laughs> yeah. people who talk and you're like, Jesus. Like Mike Tyson. If you saw Mike Tyson, you would have, and for right. the first time, you'd be like, oh, God. You'd be yeah. taken aback by his voice. Yeah. But Flea, that's fine. Right on the money. Right on the money. Industrial into life. I mean, you can see his head moving around a lot and shit. Isn't that? Alright. I uh one of my first experiences with this band was seeing uh, them in the ice flea and Anthony Kiedis in the Ice Cube Wicked video. Oh yeah. They sure. were in the beginning of ripping the house apart. Yeah, that's right. Who, that, 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 is that the guy? Because I remember the, uh, what's that one? Look at me swimming in my ability. Suck my, I don't know what it was. Suck my kiss? Yeah, it wasn't suck my kiss. It was something. And is that the guy with the under the tap, this taint shot? I just remember the taint shot. 
because there was a camera pointing right off oh, his crotch. Oh, yeah, crush. give it away. Give it away. And then and seeing when they were all, it was gold. Yeah. It was all painted gold. It's cool. Yeah. I've always wanted to be the guy with the horns, getting the water thrown yeah. at him. And, uh, that, was, that was a cool video. Hell yeah. They do okay videos, these guys. Sure. Soul to Squeeze was a good one. And I think the biggest hit that I think they'll ever have for me or anybody in our age group would be Under the Bridge. Under the Bridge. Yeah. Under the Bridge is iconic. Yeah, that was huge. I, that and Mazzy Star, I think, came out around the same. Fade Into You. So those two songs, maybe a year separated, actually, were massive for our age group. There's a little flea. A little flea here. A lot of crazy shit going on in this part right here. I don't, don't know if I like it or not, but like, it's definitely effort or drugs. I hope it ends with Anthony finishing his story that he told for the first few <laughs> minutes of this song. I think maybe he finished it. Mm. I, I don't know. This might be one of the few episodes where the music actually saved the show. What do you mean? Because uh, we were not in a groove. Not in a groove at first. Well, you ruined it. Okay, you ruined it. No. You ruined it. This is track four. My friends. This is a good one. I dig this jam. Mm. One day we'll be friends. Well, if you would ever get your ass in gear, maybe we could. You would, if you would ever just be. <laughs> Yeah, I dig this jam. Not into this? I'm okay with it. Okay. I'm, I'm letting it simmer. I mean, I don't. You know, I'm not terribly All right. impressed. All right. I, mean, I just think it's. Yeah, it's, uh, maybe it's Anthony Kiedis, and I shouldn't say that. I've always counted him as one of the leading American frontmen in contemporary music. Well, yeah, yeah, he's definitely he's a better frontman than he is a singer. Yeah, but I think you know, David it's not, Roth it's not shit on him. I'm not shitting on him at all. I mean, I think Van Halen, Pearl Jam, and Pilly Chili Peppers can't be that far down the list as a, one of the better American rock bands. Aerosmith, Van Halen, hugely Pearl successful Jam. band, hugely successful band over the years, yeah. long career. I mean, look, this album, 
from 95 was their eighth album or sixth album or something, sixth. So, I mean, they'd already had six in 95, mm-hmm. and they've been cranking them out since then. Wow. See, I would have a great issue with doing the same thing with the same people over and over again. But I guess that's music, you know? Yeah. Music, you can do different things with people. And that's yeah. why it may be one of the reasons that people hate playing the hits as they go through yep. the musical journey, you know? Yeah, I don't hate this. Four songs in, not a lot of these sounds sound the same. Yeah, that's that's true. That's so true. For I sure. should like it more than I like it. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I'm trying. Mean, here, we yeah. like what we like. Yeah. I'm trying, but like this, not everything they've done. They've gone. They've done different things. Yeah. yeah, I'm digging that. I think it was one of the reasons we liked the Faith in the More album as much as we did. Track number five coming up next, Coffee Shop. This is the one I mentioned brought up earlier. Generally fun rocker of a song. But boy, does Flea fucking get wild on this jam, on the fucking bass solos. He rips a bass solo, or even just this, listen to this. Wild. I can dig this. What's going on in the background? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. You try dancing like Iggy Pop in a Starbucks, <laughs> and you'll be removed. The fuck out of here! Put your shirt back on. Yo, Fleece bass is fucking on point. This whole jam. He rips a bass solo in this thing. That is like, like it feels like when a guitar solo would come, but it's Flea instead, and he just fucking goes for it. <laughs> it, it sounds like he's hurting himself up like <laughs> it's like, awesome. like slapping the hell out of that thing. one but he rips another good one later <laughs> Ooh, this is little guy go another hero to short men by the this shit murdering it how can Versante shit on this this is fantastic <laughs> jealous How do you recover from that? You're going to sing more song after that? 
Lee's gonna fucking go ape shit. Bass solos are so much fun to me. I love it. Because there's, there's a lot you can do with them. Oh, it's yeah. always fun when you hear people do the unexpected, but oh, it's huh. still like. <laughs> Great. But then he just starts fucking. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Track number six. P. 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 E. A. I'm a little P. <laughs> Speaking of flea. I love the sky and the trees. I, I, I gotta give it to this album. I, nothing's repeated. So, big ups. <laughs> Already you got, my, you got my vote of confidence. Checking out. It's a good campfire song. Hell yeah. That any one of us think we can sing, but we can't. Not like this guy. Right. I'm a pacifist. So I can fuck your shit up. Right on. It speaks to me. <laughs> it's your jam. It's my word right here. Oh yeah. Small. A little Fuck you, asshole. I want this song playing wherever I go. <laughs> I just recently got a JBL speaker that I can carry around, and I walked out of work playing the Shaft theme yesterday. <laughs> I was like, this is everything to me. So this is P. P's playing now. I walk into a room. Jerry's theme. P. So fucking what? Yeah. So fucking Now just imagine if this jam had drums. It'd be a real thumper. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, you can see if you added like... I'm going to put drums on this. Yeah, put drums on it. I'm going to put drums on this jam. Put a little guitar on it. I should do it. Let's see what happens. Fuck guitar. Track number seven. One big mob. Again, we bring a bass playing with you a lot. But you said fuck guitar player. Do you have have you ever had like listen to that? Guitar player gets all this glory, you know? The lead guitarist is the guy. Oh yeah, well my last band proved that you don't even need them at all. Like I have a band that sounds like I have two guitar players and I have zero. And it all comes from my bass. Oh really? Yeah. I got a wild rig. One day I'll tell you about it. I gotta see it. Yeah, it's awesome. I will learn drums. I wish you would. So in three years, that would be the greatest. Let's learn drums. If you do, you could be like a pretty good basic drummer in a year. Definitely Why don't we do that? You, you, have, should, you should immediately do that. Yeah. Then we can be like the Davies twins, just fight all the time. I don't It'd be the greatest. <laughs> It'd be the greatest. <laughs> Not one mention of California yet. <laughs> Waiting. They probably have. We just missed it. Not on P, though. <laughs> My favorite song ever. This is a lot of flea, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah I like it. 
I'm a fan of this. Well, Jerry, I had some of my favorite pizza in the world today. Tell me. Uh, that's it. All right. Circles and Squares. Circles and Squares. Philadelphia, PA. That's a fun name for a place. Circles and Squares. Yeah. Who would have thought that? Yeah. They make circles and squares. Yeah. My circles favorite is the square pepperoni. That's my favorite. Yeah. I uh, had a cauliflower pizza today, and it was like, that's a piece of shit. I will never do it again. Yeah. What would possess you to do that? I didn't want the crust. I'm trying to low-carb type shit. And, really? Uh, yeah, I'm back on the back on it. Yeah, Ever since the day of champagne and wine, I'm going <laughs> to shove it up everybody's ass. <laughs> And fucking be better. And yeah. then, um, <laughs> never do that to pizza. I'm gonna shove it up my ass. <laughs> no, I mean, never do cauliflower. Oh, to no, pizza. it was a bastardization. It was like, it was like, is this pizza or is this just a mash? Yeah. Just a paste. What the fuck is going on now? There's a baby in this. There's some sort of baby. Help that baby. Jesus, chili peppers. Get Just that baby out of the studio. Where's that flea? It's a baby flea. It could be one of those dolls. This it, back in the eighties and seventies, they made those I mean, dolls. That could be a guitar. I literally don't knows, even know what that is. But you ever see those 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 real looking babies from yeah, those yeah. days that you flip them over, they they close their eyes, you put them back up, they oh, open yeah. their fucking eyes, and one eye is always half open and half closed. <laughs> you know, it's like crack baby. Never any clues on. Yeah, <laughs> crack baby. Actually, apparently, the crack baby is a myth. What do you mean? Yeah, I was watching this documentary on Netflix called Crack. Crack. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, you remember they, they were it like. It comes crack. in. The preview comes in with such impact. <laughs> I was like grooving. I was like, damn, dude, Crack song is banging right now. Yeah, crack I was like, holy <laughs> shit, I just want to watch this for the song. It doesn't. It doesn't really revisit it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some Grandmaster was it a good movie? Was it good? It was all right. Was it? Is it a movie? It's it's a documentary, a film about the eighties. You yeah, see a yeah. lot of the same people in government now. Then, oh, like Chuck course. Schumer's of there. Course, yeah, you yeah. know, Biden. It's yeah, like, those whoa. guys don't go away, man. That is insane. Oh yeah, Biden. Do they do they touch on his nice crime bill? Do they get there? No, nah, they haven't gotten to no. the. Uh, they did it to Bill Clinton. They put that on Bill Clinton. Okay. And huh. then, yeah, went to Bush. So they were all to blame for all that shit. Right. They don't like to talk about Biden and the crime bill anymore. It's mostly <laughs> They're trying to paint yeah. this dude as a good guy. There was for some reason something was shunted in there about like, Reagan getting shot. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I was like all, right. all right. Yeah, crack's not bad. Watch it. Oh, but the, the point of that was one of the doctors said that crack, the crack baby epidemic was written by a guy who had no. Like, there was only two crack babies, apparently, ever. Ever. That were ever addicted to cocaine on prenatal. Alright. Alright, I'm done with this song. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Here's track eight, Walkabout. This is a good one. And uh, an Australian term, isn't it? Walk there you about. go, Pete. Here we yeah, go. Yeah. Let's do it. Thank you for the Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, send, <laughs> send me some more random classic rock albums. <laughs> <laughs> you know those like, greatest hits, the best of them yeah. aren't mixed well at all. It's just a stock picture yeah. of them. Uh, like yeah. Bobby Darren. Make sure you don't include any Stevie Nicks jams. Yeah, you wouldn't want sure that. Keep Stevie Nicks out of it. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about Fleetwood Mac without Stevie Nicks, man. <laughs> I like that they double packaged it. So like this might have like, keep it from, safe. They keep they don't don't damage. Oh this. come on, listen to this shit. Mm-hmm. Flea. Flea's the star here. I think I'll go on and walk about and find out what it's all about. Yeah. And that ain't hard. Just me 
Funk brew. I got myself. They don't lack that. They never have lacked brew. Yeah, that's their deal. Man. A detective of perspective. I, I need to try and get a bigger eye. All you do is this song. Dance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jerry. Yeah. Come, on, Come on, man. Blood Jerry Groove is in my game. I love Walk good bass. There's something to it. Good rhythm section's enough. You know, I know it's it's funny to say, but I it's right, probably the reason I like the Stones. I love Charlie Watts. I love the way he plays, and I like the way Jerry. He, I, I, what's that? You just reminded me. I watched some rad Rolling Stones shit today. Randomly, I was. I started in a thing related to sympathy for the devil, of course. But then I just got into looking at some cool shit of the Stones doing Sympathy for the Devil, and I stumbled upon this show, this special that was made. I think it's 1965, maybe. I think. Uh, may- maybe, was it? Could it have been that Was it the uh, the Satanic's Majesty, uh, the thing with John Lennon in it? Um, 2000 Light Years From Home? Uh, very fucking album. It was this TV special thing. And it was like the Rolling Stones, like rock and roll circus or something. Yeah. And it's fantastic. Yeah. Just I, the Stones' performances are so good, and the look of it is so great, and the Stones sounded great. It was great. I've. I'm not a deep before. Rolling Stones guy. Like I'm not all deep in the Stones catalog, but I appreciate them, and I like a whole bunch of their jams, of course. A lot of this but was... God a, damn, it was cool. A lot of that was a huge response to, you know, Sgt. Peppers and shit. And, yeah. and they, they were... As soon as the Beatles entered the fray, I don't think they, they changed completely. John Lennon was actually in this special. Yeah. The Who made a brief appearance, and there was like a band. I forget they, what they called it. It was just like a little put-together band track with Lennon in the, uh, in the band. And it was like a few random other dudes. It wasn't the Beatles, you know? Um, but yeah, Lennon was just there... Doing vocals, I think, mm-hmm. with who I didn't even watch that part. I didn't give a fuck about John Lennon or any of them. I just wanted to see the Stones, and it was really good. Yeah, it was really good. If I'm thinking, it's the same one with uh, the 2000 Light Years from Home, which is if if I'm wrong, I probably am. But it, it, it's a great it's Green song. Day. 2000 Light Years from Home. It's Green Day. <laughs> That's Green Day. 2000. What is their thing? So very lonely. You're a thousand light years from home. Light years from home. It's one of those. Hey, this is Walkabout. Yeah. Okay. I like yeah, this jam, though. Yeah, it's funny how this sounds a little bit like evidence, and I and I'm, I'm nowhere near I'm nowhere near liking it as much as that. Uh, yeah, evidence is on another level. Faith no more. Everything that this band does, I should love, and yet I'm immune to it. Well, I shouldn't be. Can't love it all. I don't hate it though. <laughs> yeah. I like John for Sean. It just doesn't sound, you know, like there's any chemistry. Like me. It doesn't sound like me. I need to be part. Cool, dude. You're busy on he, heroin. He Get quit. Out of my face. He said. It, 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 he didn't quit the band. He was like, I don't want to do yeah. this thing. Oh, we were too successful. Is that oh, right? Fuck you, oh, okay. Man. Well, you can get more heroin that way. Yeah. More heroin, the more records you sell. I would hate it if a bunch of local bands are like, oh, that's a good idea. That's a good advice. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like all of a sudden, people are dropping. From Meanwhile, he's mad at that it being too successful. He's the one that wrote the commercial ass album. Mm-hmm. Why'd you write such commercial ass riffs, John Frusciante? Welcome back, John. Track nine, Tearjerker. This is a good one as well. You name a tearjerker. It has I believe to be good. this one. In the beginning, he sings about a person in a dress who was so beautiful or whatever. I believe that person is Kurt Cobain, who was wearing a dress. Yeah. Um, I, I think this is the song. Could you turn up the track a little bit, please? Yes. Here we go. Turning it up for you. Nice little positive reference to Kurt Cobain for me. (laughs) I guess. It's cute though. on the album see I don't let Kurt Cobain stand in between me and loving this song yeah. you know it's a beautiful song written about Kurt and There's I love it so much we don't know about Kurt Cobain now I guess well he just said how he looked and how Anthony Kiedis wanted to be him or whatever the hell was happening which his love was <laughs> give me more love Kurt yeah, he wanted why love. wasn't Kurt as open as this because Kurt Anthony was Kiedis. Here's, here's, here's Anthony pouring his heart out about how he loved Kurt and he wanted Kurt to love him too, and Kurt, of course, would never give anybody any fucking props. Uh, they were unless you were like the Melvins. Don't get me started. No, stop it. <laughs> I think maybe we're set so far back in the past that people have stopped talking about it. No, every once in a while I get a notification that someone makes a comment on the YouTube video of the Nevermind episode. Oh, yeah, I got it. Which read somehow that. isn't blocked. 
Yeah, it took our T-shirt away, but we can't. <laughs> we can so many talk. episodes get blocked. Most of our episodes don't fucking go up on YouTube because they get blocked. Right. But somehow Nevermind is up there. <laughs> Oasis was the first one I ever dealt with any blowback on a, like, a regular like, Facebook or Instagram story. What do you mean? It says like 222, oh, yeah. 222 states. Yeah, I've, I've never seen that. Comes. I was like, God. I should, I'll... I'll, I'll uh, I've never seen that happen. Screenshot it for you. It was weird. And not even on one of their hits. You know, it yeah. was weird. That was Tearjerker. How about that? Kurt Cobain a wasn't a bad one. guy. Track 10, One Hot Minute. The title track. Title track of the album. If it's not a minute, I'm going to be mad as fuck. What are you talking about? If it's only a minute longer, then it's perfect. This is bass. It's a flea. It's a bass solo. <laughs> It's one of the heavier songs on this album. Yeah. uh, And we dealt with this other Oasis where they picked the heaviest song on the album and named their album after it. (laughs) Right. And nothing else sounded like that. Another lead singer of the time that didn't wear a shirt. Yeah, Cornell, Anthony, Anthony yeah. was often shirtless. Always shirtless. I mean, you know, uh, then again, a lot of this band was often shirtless or naked. Yeah, yeah, there <laughs> so, socks. There were socks. I remember I, I saw a great interview with Chad Smith, the drummer. He wasn't the original drummer, you know. He Jack Irons was actually the original drummer. Um, and at some point, you know, Chad joins the band. And one of the first things they were do that he had to do as a member of the band was I think it was a photo shoot or something where they all had a sock just on yeah, their dicks. The Rolling Stone photo shoot. Yeah, and so he like it just gets in the band and like right away they're like, Alright, here's what we're doing, we're just going out, we're gonna go naked with a sock. And he's just like, Oh shit. He's like, <laughs> I guess I'm in the band now. There's no fucking going That's back turning now. back now. <laughs> That's you join the band, and that's what you're, oh oh okay. We're doing what? No, I'm going on the oh, I'm going on the cover of Rolling Stone. Make oh, cool. It. Okay. Oh, wait, what? Let's no. Let's do it. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, the day this album this came out in September, and one of the facts that I saw like that, that's happened, in, we already did facts for this, was uh, Will Ferrell joined Saturday Night Live the same day that well, about a week after this was released, oh, and yeah. I can't that would think, but Chad's Chad. And him are like doppelganger. Yes. Yeah, it is. It is pretty <laughs> so funny. It's pretty weird that that happened. And Will Ferrell's a drummer, too. Really, them two were uh, kind of. on the Tonight Show. Yeah. Chad Smith and I went to Ikea today to pick up a couple or, or to sort of I didn't have anything in mind I needed to get I was I brought my kid and we were sort of scouting out some stuff for his room just trying to get some ideas of what are we what yeah, are we trying hard. to do here I know we do the same thing all the time man. and uh, I walked out of that Ikea with nothing but Swedish snacks <laughs> we didn't buy anything 
and then we're down there in the place. I'm like, hey, snacks. Let's look for some snacks. Ah. I bought some fucking like frozen snacks. That's all oh, I got. Kinder so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trip to IKEA for some snacks. Wunderbar. Get your fair share of Allen wrenches there. Uh, so this was one hot minute. Ooh. Track eleven, falling into grace, starring Flea. They do the beginnings of songs very well. Yeah. A lot of layers. You hear that box thing in the side? It's, it's only in my left ear, too. It's like, like a bug. I don't believe that's Flea. It's a woman. I'm not sure who, who it is. is. Woman. Oh, Bonnie Ooh, Reed. How about that fucking groove right there? Yeah, there's something to this. Mm. Huh. Huh. That's a good one. Yeah, I can take it. Diarrhea base. If you were to isolate that noise, this song could be menacing. Like just that wow, that old horror movie, like guitar is bass. Yeah. Dave Navarro looks like a rock star. Of course. Now he does. You know, he just, just is. But uh, there was a um, there was a, a phase on MTV where, remember, they were like, there were shows where people were like, how to pick up chicks and how to peacock, oh, how, yeah. to get, how to get noticed and all that other stuff. And there was that a guy was a show? Who, there was a guy who was a cross between Dave Navarro and Scott, not Scott Stapp, Scott Wyland. Oh. And they would wear like top hats, velour top hats, <laughs> yeah. and, and the frilly coats that Dave Navarro. Dave Navarro hosts a tattoo, uh, a tattoo reality show right now. Dave Navarro, though? Yeah, Dave Navarro is in it. Yeah, he's not a tattoo artist, is he's he? Not. He's just a celebrity judge. Oh, you know, oh, he hosts the show. Gotcha. You know? I was gonna say. I mean, he has tattoos. I don't think he gives tattoos. <laughs> he just looks like it, right? You know? He looks like a guy who would judge tattoos, right? Good head of hair, though, too. Does he still? Yeah, yeah. just just nice. black, thick. I'm pretty sure it's not naturally that black. Anyway. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I'll never dye my hair. No. Not again. Yeah, I think I'm over dyeing my hair. You've, dude, you've never dyed your hair. I, you I mean, as a young man. Oh, yeah. When I was a kid, yeah. I did, you know. I had a long black face. My hair was black for right. a, good, a good while, but... You looked yeah. dead as the day is long. You were pale as fuck back then. No beard? Yeah. It was weird. Yeah, I didn't have a beard back then, yeah. I never had long hair and a beard together. I never had that. I think that would age you. It would age a lot of people. Maybe. I, I, long hair and beard. Might as well be 50, even when you're like 22. Yeah, I never, never did that. Plus, it's that Jesus hair. That good, straight, nice Jesus hair. Sure. It's a popular look for, like, heavy metal dudes. Oh, yeah. You know, a nice beard and some long hair. 
there was an album cover for Death Incident or some some metal band that came out. Hey, track right. twelve of thirteen, "Shallow Be Thy Game," and it it was called like "Accidental Death" or something like that. And it came out the same day this came out, and it was the most brutal album cover I've ever seen. Like some dude's head caved in for this death metal. Where they put people on the front, like horror accident victims and shit. Oh, like yeah. The teeth are all sticking outside of the head. I'm like, God what, damn. What is this? I gotta I'll find it. No, I don't. But what is it? What, what is the point of it? Well, it's just I was looking through albums that came out September 12th, uh, oh, and that really? was one of them. Like, okay. it was like, ugh. <laughs> Shallow be that game. And Velvet Underground had an album in Fuck September that. of 95. I don't. I'm not. Uh, they're there. Lou Reed, right? Yeah. He was dead by then, wasn't it? 95? No, he was not. Hey, can, I, can I level with you here? Yes. I think it's Anthony Kiedis that keeps me from liking this band a lot. Really? Not doing it for you. It's just him. Yeah. Like, I hear this. Like we, I, we listen to a No Doubt album. And I was like, these guys. I think he's a lot better than Gwen Stefani. Oh no 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 no! I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna even put him. He's yeah yeah. They're, he's way above her. You know, whatever. But the talent of the musicians behind it was so strong. Like no doubt worked because the music was good. I don't think it was the singing by a long shot. Right. And he's not bad. I just don't. It's just not my cup of tea. Man. Yeah. He works sometimes. It's just not for me now. This sounds different though. Ooh. That sounds like a fucking truck. That's pretty gnarly. <laughs> yeah. Do more of that. Julio still ruled the roost, though, as far as singles are concerned. At this time. So these guys had to had to fight that. Oh, shit. Mariah Julio. Carey's Fantasy, too. That oh, yeah. album keeps coming up. Oh, I, yeah. I, I would like to listen to that. We album. should. We're going to do it. <laughs> Here, look at it. I mean, look at her back in the day. I mean, god damn. What's a 95 Mariah looking like? I can't, I can't maximize Good it, but job. that's still beautiful. Oh, yeah, that, that phase. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, not bad. I not would. my favorite. Not my favorite Mariah, but but What solid. would you say? Um, honestly, if I... I, I man, I, I don't know for sure, but I'm kind of into real old school, like, debut Mariah Carey. The natural curly hair, oh, the real was, subtle, pretty look. I liked she, that she a lot. She was married to... Was it Tommy Mottola? She eventually got with Tommy Mottola, yeah. Oh, there it is. Dead Infection, a chapter of accidents. Okay. Do you want to no. see this? No, I sure don't. It's terrible. No. no look up Dead Infection. Nope. But, um, but yeah, that original album, like Vision of Love, uh, oh. Mariah Carey, that, that's my shit. I, I, sometimes I think of, I, I think Tony Braxton is terribly underrated. And when I think of the, that era, like Tony Braxton came out since, a little like years after that. Yeah. And I, when I think of voices, like there's only a couple songs that make me feel something. Like Vision of Love was like that. That it's gives me band. goosebumps. And um, 
Unbreak My Heart. And what was the one? Uh, Unbreak My Heart Sunday. by Tony Braxton. Yeah. Will send me into an emotional really? tizzy. There's something about that song. It's just so sincere, you know? Yeah. What was, it, what was the other I'm Alright Terrace song you saw? Someday. Someday. That Someday. was the original big yeah. Vision of Love was first, but it didn't really catch fire. Someday was kind of a big hit for her, I think. Did she do a song with Old Dirty Bastard? Uh, yeah, I believe she did. <laughs> she, got, she got Jay on a song. She got Jay-Z on a jam or two. Hey, Mariah. <laughs> Coming into the final track here, number 13, Transcending. Is it 17 minutes long? Uh, 19 minutes, it says. Yeah. A lot of bands will do that. Like, let's no. put the 22-minute long song at the end. Ooh. Okay. You are my God, you are my dog. California band. Yeah. Six albums. These guys were obviously together in the 80s. Say again? These guys were obviously together before the 80s. I mean, in the 80s, I mean, in the 80s, right? They were together in the 80s. In the 80s. Yeah, they and got together in the 80s. And thinking of going through all of that glam, that L.A., the California could provide, yeah. these guys were doing this. Yeah, yeah, they were definitely... Is there any music of them doing hair metal? Is that, no. How could you avoid that? No, I don't think they ever did that, really. That's yeah. insane. They, they, come they were a different area. kind of band, yeah. yeah. That's all. Imagine being young, like in your 20s on the LA Strip. I imagine the 80s. it all the time. <laughs> I've imagined it plenty. I was a fan of Hairspray in the 90s, man. I used to I really? had Zach Morris hair. Oh, yeah? I was all Zach Morris out, man. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That was your deal. That right? was my gig right there. Yeah. Yeah, you would have the little gold chains and stuff. I did it all. Yeah. I wore baseball gloves during the that way. Thing. What's that? I'm glad I never went well, that was, way. It was good for me. It worked for me. I didn't have... Yeah, it was like... It didn't appeal to me, the rock star thing. Yeah. The long hair and shit like that. I like the other way. Me and some, uh, some friends were swapping a bunch of real old photos the other day. Somebody had come across an old photo or two. And I was sitting at my computer doing some stuff, so I was like, ah, hold on, I think I got some good ones. And I dug back, and I had some old ones, and a few of us had some old ones. It's uh, it's always funny to right. look back at those 90s pictures and even mm-hmm. like the early 2000s what's, and stuff. What, Pretty funny. What's unique about them is that they, 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 if you take a picture now, it is full color, high definition, <laughs> yeah, everything. If you sure. look at a 90s picture or any 80s, yeah. it is grainy <laughs> as fuck. Everyone's super pale. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it, it all counted on the flash and the setting. Yeah, we didn't flash. know what that picture was going to look like until no. four months later. Two weeks later, we remembered to get it developed at the mall or whatever. We had to go to a box in the middle of a parking lot. The photo mat. <laughs> photo mat. Back in the day, my mom worked at a photo mat, like when she was young. Oh, man, I put that. I think when she was like a maybe a, like a teen or something. Or, top or five most 20s. miserable job because I always picture there's no air conditioning in there. <laughs> yeah, probably like, not. Just like a just like a just like a uh, a toll a toll collector. Yeah, this little box. But the photo mat, they put a lot of effort into the presentation of a photo mat. Yeah. It was blue. It had the, the tiled roof. It looked great. We're going to shift gears here a little bit. Mm. Oh, yeah. What do you think of this, Jerry? I like what I'm hearing. It's a little Spanish guitar. Listen to that. The acoustic version of Eruption. 
Listen to that. Mama. So tell me, Mama. Don't you dare. <laughs> sort of same thing, ain't it? <laughs> Bongos, right? Yeah. Mm. Or congas. That sounds good as fuck, though. This is off that uh, show you were talking about. VH1. Yes. Yeah. Hell freezes over. 94. VH1. This was 94, actually. VH1 wasn't bad. That pop-up video stuff they did. I, yeah, it was I fun. like VH1. Man. The video of this is really nice. The, the sound is great, though. I love the sound of this. Really well done. There right, you go. Marking out. Play the hits, Eagles. 147 billion albums later. Yeah. There's somebody out there buying it right now. Yep. Now it's on vinyl. Like every seven seconds it gets <laughs> sold. <laughs> like it has to. It's car accidents <laughs> in this. That far away. Space noise. Joe Walsh is, I just love, I love Under darkness oh. a highway Cool wind in my head Warm smell of Galitas Weed Rising up through the air Means weed A bed in the distance It's always shimmering light It grew heavy and my sight grew dim Left to stop for the night Then she stood in the doorway Hotel California. Yeah. Your tick is seven feet long. <laughs> that is everything you need, you know? I mean, it's very great. Yeah. Make that money, man. Yeah. Some dance to remember. Some dance to forget. So I called up the captain. Please bring me my wine. He said, we haven't had that spirit here since 1969. Listen to those fucks. Just doing this, they knew they were getting another million. Just for that. Yeah. Yeah, I got yeah. it. Joe Walsh. He, he didn't know what to do with that money, man. Joe Walsh. <laughs> he figured it out. I, for years, thought he was British. And he, had, he was American. Oh, yeah. 
Joe Walsh is kind of a bad mother. He's a real bad motherfucker. You don't you don't care about nothing. Good, he's a rock star in that band. I'll tell you what, I heard a little version of Desperado that Joe Walsh just did, just by himself with a guitar. Holy fuck! Like it was power, gnarly the yeah. way he did it. It was a whole vibe the way he did it, man. Now, mind you, I said I've listened to this a million times, and I do not know the lyrics, apparently. <laughs> so, like, that's that, true. It's, it's just the night, the night birds in here somewhere. <laughs> I don't where, know where hilarious. I heard that. Night bird. You know what? <laughs> it's all improv here. I don't know what the fuck to say throughout the whole thing. I think it's helped me be a better salesperson, but not a better broadcaster by a long shot. Yeah. <laughs> Where the fuck is the nightbird that I thought was in here somewhere? Your whole life you've been singing about the nightbird. The nightbird. And where I came, where I heard the term was from Howard Stern. Because really? he would make he would make fun of the uh, late night co-host, the woman he would come in on when he, when they were at W uh, W and BC or whatever. The it was nightbird. A, it was a woman, and she he would. I make mean, fun. I listen to Howard all I, the no, time. No, no, this was the early, early. It wasn't like yeah, she was I the nightbird. I'm telling you, really, this is where I heard That's the nightbird so from. I and he would, would make he would he would that. make fun of like the, the XPN boys. He'd be like, "This is the nightbird." Really? Yeah. <laughs> huh. oh, we all listen to Stern. Yeah, I love Howard. Well, I, don't, I don't remember any nightbird references until God knows why we started saying it on the show. No, it might have been me thinking I heard nightbird. Maybe it could be something that <laughs> like, like you thought Howard did it, but he never did. Wouldn't it be something like <laughs> you? I you love that nightbird is accidentally your invention. Yeah, it's a something with nightbird. You thought you've been hearing it here and there your whole life. Yeah, it just, it just, it just, and now it's, it only existed in your mind. And now it has become a real thing. Yeah, I put, I wished it for the existence. first time. Yeah, <laughs> because it was never existence before. Night train. You type in nightbird though, you found a comic book of some old woman in a space suit. Yeah, <laughs> like what yeah. is this shit? <laughs> it's like you think you're talking to only yourself. Like I'm not even here. The Nightbird was always there. there you go. There we are. That was Hotel California. Hell yeah, freezes over Hell from freeze the Eagles over. there. Uh, whoop-de-doo. Highly rated uh, TV show. All right, Jerry. Well, here we are. We have ended. We find ourselves at the conclusion. Our what have you behind. got to say for yourself? B minus. B minus? Mm-hmm. Go ahead and explain. I you know, don't think I'll listen to it again. No, I, 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 and it confounds me. Like I want to like it because it does something different every time. Could just, you make a really solid EP of it that you would listen mm, to? You know, I thought that when I said when I saw thirteen songs, yeah, which seems to be the standard for albums around there. Yeah, you cut like three or four songs off this. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you I, could I, make a, a huge case. You could probably make a hell of a six song EP. Mm-hmm. Be a real banging six song EP. It's just that baffles me though because none of it's samey. Yeah, it, everything's different. Like everything belongs there. Yeah, but it just it just didn't speak to me. I would you give it a B minus? Mm-hmm. I I will I will give it a B minus. Um, and I think what hurts it for me is um, maybe it's just not consistent enough. Like there's stuff on it that I love. There's that handful of jams that I love. And there's other jams that are fine. 
And there's just a couple jams where I'm like, eh, right, you know. So it does well because there is shit that I legitimately really, really enjoy on this record. I think it's really solid. There's quite a, quite a few, but it's not consistent enough. If I go ahead and give that album a B or an A minus or something, that's uh, it's not fair. Mm-mm. You know, there's other albums that did better that got those grades that were more consistently good. So some high highs, just not enough of them for me to right. give it a higher grade. And I, yeah, it just, it, I, every piece of me says I should like this album. It just, it, yeah. if mathematically it works. Yeah. Yeah. On paper, it's ever described this shit. We talked about Flea. I mean, there were, there were parts of that. Flea is on fire. Parts of that album that were really good to me. But I, and maybe a little bit of me is not an Anthony Kiedis guy either. Could be. You know, and it's not, he's nothing against him. I think he's the more, one of the more likable front men. Sure. Have ever uh, been in existence in this country. Uh, <laughs> well, wow! <laughs> I'm saying in the world, you know, one of the more likable front men. Everyone in there seems like there's not a reason to like, dislike it or him. It just his nice voice doesn't bother me, but I won't I won't seek it out. Yeah, we've you know we we talk about it all the time. We've listened to records with some of the greatest voices in the world. Dio, Cornell, so many. I mean, Staley, Coverdale, Coverdale, <laughs> Palmer. You know. Yeah, so many. <laughs> it's true, though it is. Um, but yeah, yeah, and I, and I like Anthony Kiedis, but again, he's got a vibe. There's places where his voice really works well. There's he has a handful of things he can do with his voice. He's got these little moods that he can set, and and he's good at those things. But he's just not as diverse and consistent of a great singer. You know, when I hear him, I hear George Clinton. Sure. Yeah, I mean, look, they love that shit. They obviously, love, they love Parliament. I, I hear George Clinton. Yeah, but it just, it just, it doesn't. It lacks the same weirdness and power. Yeah, that Parliament offers. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. he's just not as diverse or strong mm-hmm. enough of a frontman to do it always the justice that it could be done. Maybe, but maybe still works. But for I mean, I bet you people that love the Chili Peppers love Anthony mm-hmm. Kiedis. Why I'm not? Sure. I, so, I, I can see why too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's got a lot of personality. It's a very subjective thing, mm-hmm. and and he is a good front man, and and he certainly belongs in that band. Right on. So it is what it is. I I also we we give it a B minus. We agree. Yeah. Look at us go, Jerry. We're like uh, <laughs> we're like grown men here. <laughs> um, thanks, guys. You should take a moment to visit thegrungepodcast.com if you would, and hit us up on social media. And of course, there is the Patreon link on there. We'd like it if you would join and please give us actual money because there's an endless sea of bonus content waiting for you and we never stop creating it. So don't be a cheapskate. To a point where friends of mine are like, you guys are doing way too much. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it myself. Yeah, it does. It is ridiculous, but it's too late to stop now. No. What if we decided to cut back? Look, right, we'll give you one bonus episode a month. Like, one bonus episode. And for the $10 tier, we'll say your name. Yeah. Which is what people <laughs> Let's do. try that. You know, we're just going to say your name. Yeah. Well, okay. So thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you real soon. Don't be a square. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.